0: Hey Wedpreneurs, Welcome to episode 56 of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Rivero. And before we begin, I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. This is your host, Lee Rivero, and welcome to the Wedpreneur Podcast. Join me and our guests each week as we discuss wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you were dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. On today's episode, I will be discussing imposter syndrome mindset theory, and sharing my thoughts on them. You might be wondering what they have to do with each other so you can continue listening and find out. Let's get into it. Who do you think you are? You don't belong here. You're not doing the type of events other wedding professionals are doing. There's no way you're cut out for this. Just wait. You will mess up eventually, and then everyone will know that you're faking it. Have you ever spoken to yourself like this? The first step in addressing the effects of imposter syndrome is to understand what it is. Even though you might not have known the words for it, the term imposter syndrome refers to a feeling of all of your achievements being due to luck and not because you are talented. Some say that to call it a syndrome is a misnomer. And I agree, it's not a syndrome in the medical sense of the word. There is no such thing as imposters and non-impostors. Instead, any one of us can all go through this and some people respond this way more often than others. Instead, it is more of an experience where an individual has nagging thoughts of self-doubt, that they are going to be exposed as a fraud at some point. If you've ever thought to yourself, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm the only one that knows that, you've had a brush with imposter syndrome. Alongside 70% of people who will also experience at least one episode of imposter syndrome during their lifetime, according to research. And I put the link to the research I used in the description. The rate of this phenomenon is so high, it is impossible that no wedding professionals deal with this issue. In fact, I personally believe that wedding professionals are at a greater risk of this experience based on two things. First, a high exposure to social media pressures to be perfect or to create that perfect wedding day. And secondly, that part about the fear of being found out or being cast out. We can all observe the presentation of the wedding industry in the media as glamorous, exclusive and special. And the idea of that perfect day, that perfect venue, dress, and so forth is constantly being sold to us. Exposure to curated social media feeds and beautiful imagery all over the place can make someone feel as though they're doing something wrong, or prevent them from getting their business started before everything is perfect. Just a heads up, if this is you, understand that if you wait for everything to be perfect, you will never go. You will never launch. Feeling inadequate, that you're unable to achieve this perfection you think everyone else is getting, and so on. Again, perfection is not a realistic expectation from yourself, even in your business, because no one is perfect. Aside from feeling anxious, imposter syndrome can also reduce your morale and overall mental health, as well as stop you from growing your business. Now, I'm no psychologist, but I can definitely see a correlation between the mindset theory and feeling like an imposter. The mindset theory proposes that people hold different beliefs about the flexibility of attributes such as intelligence and personality. That is, some people have a fixed mindset where they believe that their abilities are fixed traits that cannot grow, while others believe that what we're born with is just a starting point. They believe that intelligence, talents, and personality can develop and change through effort. For example, someone with a fixed mindset might think that only certain people are born to be business owners. So when it comes to having a successful business, you either have it or you don't. This can then become a self-fulfilling prophecy, whereby you no longer benefit from possible learning opportunities. It can be difficult to acknowledge your shortcomings and imperfections, But by avoiding these, you can't learn anything from them. On the other hand, having a growth mindset allows us to see running a business as a skill that can be improved over time through mentorship and practice. With a growth mindset, the more you believe your talents and abilities can be improved, the more likely you are to focus on developing them, knowing you have the potential to do so think about it. Many wedding professionals enter business without ever having taken a class on accounting. If they have a fixed mindset, they may think that since they've never been good at math, they may not be able to prepare a business budget. However, if they have the growth mindset, they may think, well, I've never done this before, but I can get online and learn. Psychologist Carol Dweck, who studies human motivation coined the concept of growth and fixed mindsets in her 2006 book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. She states that challenging situations can be disastrous for those with fixed mindsets because of the belief that if they don't already have the skills or intelligence to complete a task, that there is no chance of improvement. Of course, running a business definitely comes with more than its fair share of challenges and challenging situations, including, but not limited to, mental health challenges such as imposter syndrome. But we shouldn't let our mindset get us down. We should take charge of it. A growth mindset can be a powerful tool as you work towards your business success. And just like imposter syndrome, there are no fixed or growth mindset people just tendencies. It's time for the Tea with Lee. So I want to remind everyone that getting clarity on your vision for success for your life and your business is absolutely the key to conquering imposter syndrome. Sometimes all it takes is for me to reflect on my journey so far to get motivation to continue onward. It really isn't easy to run a business of any type and there are many pitfalls you will encounter and mistakes you will make. When I moved to Barbados back in 2013 from Trinidad and Tobago, I had 1500 US dollars to my name. My parents told me I'm on my own, but that they would send me a ticket home if I needed it. 10 years later, here I am, a homeowner, I own my dream business, and I am enjoying life living on a beautiful island. I don't think anyone would have been able to tell me that this is where I would be in 10 years' time. The freedom to prioritize my work-life balance is the best gift that being a business owner has given to me. I must confess, I am anti-hustler. Many of us have been taught that being wealthy is the key to happiness and success, but that's not necessarily true. While some people understand that money alone won't make them happy, many still get caught up in the pursuit of riches. This can cause us to lose sight of what is really important and become overly focused on money. However, chasing freedom instead of wealth can lead to a more fulfilling life. Personally, I've found that shifting my mindset away from chasing money has helped me to achieve my financial goals. Instead of actively seeking wealth, i focused on achieving my freedom and it really pays off in unexpected ways. Recently, my good friend was sharing her journey towards focusing on luxury events and I'm so proud of her and so happy for her. But I think she was taken aback by my feedback. Now don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with wanting to do events for wealthy clients. I mean, it really just depends on your personal goals and needs. And at the end of the day... Neither route is the right way, and there's no one-size-fits-all approach to achieving success. My advice will always be to put your blinders on, get super clear on what you want to achieve from your wedding business. While researching for this episode, I came across a blog on theweddingpro.com called Imposter Syndrome, Real Stories About How to Overcome It by Taylor Kusick hallman I'll link it to the show notes for this episode in the podcast, alongside a list of other articles I've read in preparation. So, a few wedding professionals shared that they also battled imposter syndrome and offered insights on how they overcame it. And I saw some parallels between them. Each of the professionals experienced self doubt, which resulted in them assessing why they felt that way. Basically, a process of understanding what type of mindset they were working from, or identifying their mindset. Next, they all indicated that the symptoms were affecting their lives and businesses in some way, such as having poor business boundaries or stress and anxiety. Finally, they each used growth mindset strategies, such as looking back on their achievements, setting realistic goals, and seeking support from others. Personally, I've worked very hard over the last year in particular to face imposter syndrome by cultivating a growth mindset. You see, this even goes back to the reason that I chose mindset and balance to be the first topics anyway. Without recognizing that self-doubt and limiting beliefs, such as, I don't know how to create a podcast, or why would anyone want to listen to me? We're not helping me. I'd never have been able to face this challenge. And yes, it is a challenge, but one I'm excited to succeed at. My vision of success, you see, definitely includes sharing information to help my colleagues and my community. Just by jumping in the deep end, reading so many articles, listening to other podcasts, I'm finally doing this. If only one person gets something useful out of this, This would be a success in my book. Financial strain, existing through the new normal, planning my own wedding, navigating international business for the first time, and learning to run this business. Yes, I did indeed feel overwhelmed. Here's what worked for me. The first thing was journaling and reflecting on whether or not my thoughts were helpful or hurtful, and why I felt and thought the way I did. This helped me to identify feelings of fear of failure and that everything has to be perfect before I put it out to the world. It may sound cliche, but journaling really does help. Among the lines of your entries, you can identify limiting beliefs or thoughts that you may not have ever even considered before were holding you back. Reminding yourself to manage your expectations is one of the big ones as well. Just like when a bride has champagne taste with a bare budget or a mobby budget as we like to say in the Caribbean, I always advise new wedding professionals to never compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 20. Likewise, I recognized that I'm new to podcasting and also new to educating, so I am prepared to celebrate the small wins and learn from my mistakes. The third thing is taking five minutes every morning to think about and to say into the mirror three things I am grateful for and three wins I can be proud of myself about. Finally, therapy. Maybe you can't access therapy, but you can just talk to a friend or a peer that you trust and feel comfortable with. Sometimes just having someone to validate your feelings or who understands what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. And of course, I'm going to plug the group. Don't be shy. Join our Facebook group and ask away. I'll be sure to respond. Join our Facebook group today to connect with other like-minded listeners, stay up to date on the latest episodes, and engage in meaningful conversations about the topics we cover on the podcast. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be a part of our community. The link is on our website where you can also access our show notes. Remember, if you are experiencing imposter syndrome as a wedding professional, you're definitely not alone. Ultimately, if it's not dealt with, it can wear you down and limit your business success. I think it's super helpful to know how it might present in a wedding professional, which will help you recognize if you're going through it. Number one, feeling like other wedding professionals know a lot more than you do, and you should also know as much. Number two. Undercharging clients because you don't feel your services are worth as much as they should be. Number three, feeling like you don't know what you are doing business wise. You don't feel confident in your business strategies and your business systems. Number four, being too afraid of what other people would think if you put your face or your work on social media. Number five, not feeling as if your clients value your expertise. Number six, anxiety and stress surrounding your ability to deliver great work for your clients and create or maintain a positive reputation. Number seven, you feel like you're a failure if you're unable to meet the extremely high standards you've set for yourself. Number eight, when you make a mistake, you question your competency. Number nine, you feel like you shouldn't have an opinion or seek any opportunities unless you really know everything, quote unquote, about it or are an expert. Number 10, asking for help makes you feel like a fraud. If you can relate to some of these, make some time to work on it. Reading up on this theme was really very enlightening for me. Basically, if you aren't willing to get your mindset together, no amount of reading, no amount of completing courses or buying templates will make your business a success. Your secret sauce is actually you. Stay tuned for the next episode during which I'd share all the details about Balancing Bliss, our first online course, which will be available next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Web Pringle Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to our free online community at wwwthewebpreneurcom forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us to spread the word by leaving an honest review and sharing with others you think would also enjoy this. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Bye for now!